Alright, what's poppin' people? It's Xavier Antonio And you are tuned into another In Conversation podcast session Listen, uh, in the studio today We have a, a, an amazing brother By the name of Amir Zakir uh, What's poppin' Amir? How you doing? I'm coolin', man, you know Another yeah, he, day in Milwaukee Yeah, he sound cool, don't he, y'all? <laughs> uh, another day in Milwaukee, another man Another day in Milwaukee And, and, and you actually got a um, You got a IG page where you kind of expose some of the things going on in Milwaukee, some of the some of the more ignorant things or drama or violence or bad news and stuff like that, man. So when you say another day in Milwaukee, that's what I think about <laughs> the content that's on <laughs> that's that page. Yes, yeah, it's, 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 it's you know it's it's. It's two sides in Milwaukee. You yeah. know, you got that's where every city you got the the righteous side and you got the ratchet side. Mm -hmm. But that's what make our city what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. it's a it's a combination of both. You can't just think everything is all all good in the city yeah. and it's not. It's it's interesting that it's you say that. It's a different perspective that you want to highlight mm -hmm. and promote, and it's another perspective that you want to highlight and promote and it, you you try to bring them together as a as a blend because that's the city yeah. you don't want to want to over highlight one and under highlight the, the next so it's yeah. like it's no, something no, I'm I, no, I get you I mean it, it's interesting that you bring that up just because it's kind of a part of the conversation that I want to have anyway how sometimes as as sometimes people will put the title on you that you're a community leader and and it might be something that we might want to shy away from just because we know the expectation that comes with that like are you a community leader so that mean i can't i can't post ratchet stuff or i can't be myself or now i can't just be out with my drink out you know what i'm saying right. so i definitely want to dive into that dialogue with you but also um another interesting thing about that when you're saying that there's multiple sides to milwaukee the reality of it is if if for those people who do want to make milwaukee a better place a lot of times we had these great ideas to try to make it a better place, but we're not able to reach that untapped audience of people who, you know what I'm saying, like, there's just all these people that we're typically not able to reach because we're so dead set on being a certain type of way, thinking a certain type of way. It's like, the type of content that I've seen on that page, like whether it's fight videos, whether it's the, the police doing something, uh, uh, that whatever that craziness is, sometimes you gotta, just from a marketer standpoint, sometimes you gotta put that content out to see who's interested in that particular content, and then you're able to identify who you need to be reaching with the more positive message. Get their attention, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Once once you have their attention, you go back to that data and you, and you figure out a way where you can bring it all together you know right. what i'm saying I, I just think that's a good idea but before we even dive more into that you and your guys man y'all just did was it the freedom the freedom, freedom cookout, is great freedom for which great. year was this this was the sixth year the, the sixth year annual freedom cookout right freedom is great cookout Fre freedom is great cookout Cook, oh, yeah okay that's what's up man you know what i'm saying freedom is great that was emphasized <laughs> to me that freedom is great so I said, okay, freedom is great. We oh, gotta yeah, emphasize the freedom is great. Oh, that's what's up, man. I think it was a, a, a definitely a phenomenal event. I came towards the, towards the end of it. Um, just to recap, you know, you and you guys, y'all started out just getting together, just you know, doing a cookout. For yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then more and more people started getting involved, and then y'all saw like, oh man, this could be an annual thing that y'all do. Uh, one side of it is it's an opportunity for people who have been incarcerated, you know what I'm saying, to come and get some resources. Don't accept 
that there is no other option once you get out. Don't accept that you got to go back to whatever lifestyle um, that you once had that, that put you into that place when there's so many brothers who are involved in this who were incarcerated. You're talking about brothers who was incarcerated for years, long time. Yeah. Right? You just yeah. did how many years? Me, myself? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 18. 18. 18. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Get out, start a business, own property, out here organizing the community, assisting yeah. just wherever you can, and you're not the only brother. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. There's so many other brothers that are even a part of our um, network who have similar stories. And so that's one side of the Freedom Cookout. And then you made sure that I understood that the other side of it was these resources that are made available at your event aren't just for people who have been incarcerated. Um, freedom is great no matter who you are. Who are it don't matter. <laughs> no matter who you right, are. Right, right, yeah. Uh, yeah. Come get these resources no matter who you are. There's, yeah, there's yeah. something made available, man. But you got on my case about something. And you got, on, you got on my case because when we put out some promotional content, I referred to you as a community advocate and a community leader. Right. And you was like, oh, wait, I don't like that. <laughs> because there's that expectation that comes with that. Man. Talk time. about it. So, yeah, I, I, I don't look at myself as like a, a community uh, act. Uh, advocate or a leader or nothing like that. I just look at myself as a business owner who, who did time in prison, who want to give back to a community that they took so much from mm -hmm. with the with the the actions that I was doing. So, a community activist, leader, advocate, well, it, it just come with so much responsibility, and I'm not that responsible. I don't think yeah. that type of resp I'm not that responsible <laughs> to be having a yeah. title like that. I don't think. Yeah. Maybe the 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 the, the definition of community activist is changing. Maybe you could have this type of lifestyle and still advocate for your community because that's what I want to do. Right. My lifestyle ain't just upright. I'm not perfect. I'm I'm a Muslim. You know, I live my life as a Muslim. I I do things that may not be according to Islam, but I still believe in a higher power. I still believe in God, and that's it. Yeah. And what I've done to the community, I feel like I. I'm in a position where I can help rebuild my community, regardless of how long it takes, regardless of uh, of what I've done in the past. My future ain't that. My future is trying to help it build. And to be a to to the, the stigma of being an advocate is like, ooh, you got to be, you got to walk this line. You got to be perfect, and I'm not perfect, so I'm not ready to take on no role as no advocate, as no as no. Um, community organizer or none of that. Even though we yeah. or, I organize yeah. events, but. Yeah. It's just we, yeah. If we change the definition Of an advocate Where We ain't perfect People ain't perfect This is yeah. what it is yeah. You getting the per person For face value They ain't finna be fake with you They ain't finna I'm not yeah. gonna go I, I think that First and foremost man Like Um there shouldn't be an ex expectation on people from the community to be perfect. And but you know, you already you know yeah. that, bro. Yeah, you know I mean, of course there is. But but when you when you when you really think about it, the only time something like that comes up, like okay, you out here, you you organizing marches and you organizing rallies, you got maybe you know what I'm saying some uh, uh, some accolades, some type of attention. It's a few ladies paying a little bit more attention. You know what I'm saying right. to you than who was before you start. You know before you start doing community stuff. Um, guys gather around you because they believe in some of the things that that you believe in and want to organize around stuff. But that doesn't mean that you don't have a everyday life things that you got to deal with on a regular basis. You're still dealing with people on a personal level that you're who may not necessarily be dealing with you on that community level. Right. And so most of the time, what we see. 
when those lines get crossed or when somebody got something to say, it's typically not somebody that's out there in the field with you. It's typically somebody at the crib with you, somebody on the block with you who got a personal issue with you. Right. And so they want to, you know, defame you. And, oh, this man, oh, he was just drinking on the block with it. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. Or he be having, you know what I'm saying? All the chicks be at his, you know what I mean? That's when that, you know what I'm saying, type of stuff come out. But if we just really just look at history, pastors are not perfect. Mm-hmm. Preachers are not perfect. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was, man, I didn't know Martin Luther King smoked cigarettes. You know what I'm saying? Right. But, but somebody would try to use that, you know what I'm saying, against him. Oh, this nigga smoked squares. How he out here just mm-hmm. taking together? You know, oh, he cheated on, you know what I'm saying, Carolyn Scott, you know what I'm saying, or anything. People try to use that stuff to demise the, the work that you're doing. Um, first of all, the work that we're doing is just really the start of something. We're here to, I think every generation right now is here to create a framework for the next generation. And right. know we're in there should the expectation be that you're supposed to be perfect doing that because while you're seeing what we could be doing and how things could be better as a collective you still got your personal journey where you have to learn and still discover self and make self better and whatever changes have to be dictated you know what i'm right. saying by you not by society so at the end of the day man it's just a title it's, it's just a word that identifies you a certain way so when people think about oh man I got this great idea for my community, for my neighborhood, or whatever, but I don't know nobody that know people. I'm not the most personable person. Is there somebody in my community who I can go talk to who do know people, who do know this? And that all the title does, it, it, it allows people to know uh, oh, I, I can go talk to dude. Right. You know what I'm saying? And they're gonna f- and people will typically feel more comfortable talking to you when they know you're not somebody on a high horse. Mm-hmm. Most of the people that, that deserve to be in leadership are people who never wanted it in the first That's place. True. I just wanted to help. I just wanted to see something good happen in the community. I know who I am. I know what I've been through. I know what I've experienced. Ain't nothing wrong with me. I'm, I'm drinking. You know what I'm saying? I, I break up with a different girl every two weeks. <laughs> not me, y'all. <laughs> I'm just saying. Ain't nothing wrong with that kind of stuff. Compared to other stuff, right. you know what I'm saying that 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 you that you did, you know what I'm saying to even go to jail, you know what I'm saying 18, 25 years ago, whatever the case may right. be. So it's all a journey, man. I, I would just say if you don't want to be called community activist or activist or advocate, <laughs> I'm gonna right. just keep saying my brother. My you know brother, what I'm saying? Right. my brother Amir is a part of this Freedom Cookout thing that happens uh, that happens every year, man. But what's something? Um, that you feel is like a real big issue right now uh, to you, personally to you, like in our community that you would like to see change or, you know what I'm saying, things get better with? I mean, it's like, when I think about how the community is right now, I think about myself when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Like, what, the stuff that I was doing, the stuff that I probably would have needed when I was younger. Mm. And a lot of kids just don't have resources. Yeah. They don't have, like, it start at home. So I was I wasn't the best kid growing up. I wasn't like straight A student and all that type of stuff. I was a, my mom was a single parent. Mm-hmm. You know, I grew up in a single parent household with two younger siblings and it was always my thought that I had to contribute to the house. Like even when I was like 13, 14 years mm-hmm. old, I always thought about like how could I contribute? How could I help my mom out? Mm-hmm. That's was my whole thought. Was Pops around? Nah, okay. Pops okay. wasn't around, so it was a single family house with me and my two younger younger siblings. And I always was thinking, like, how could I help my mom? Yeah. You know, I'm 
14, 15 years old thinking about how can I help my mom because I know what she's going through. Oh, I yeah. know we was homeless okay. before, so I know how that stuff, we was homeless, we didn't have no place to stay. So we stayed in a shelter and I, I'm like, damn, I, don't want, I can't struggle like this. And thinking like that, and I can see how kids could think like that now, how the youth think like that now, like shit, this is all we got. Yeah, We got each other. Yeah, we ain't, we ain't, they ain't even thinking about the family in the house. They ain't thinking about mom. They ain't thinking about that. They thinking about they guys on the block because a lot of us was raised on by the block. We was raised by people mm -hmm. in the neighborhood. We weren't yeah. raised at home because mom, the she block trying was to, pops. Mom, yeah. the blocks was the block was pops. Mom's trying to work. She trying to make this rent. She trying to make this. We energy. She's trying to make all this stuff happen while we out here doing this. So I'm like, what could we do to to circumvent? As a kid, what could I do to to give more back? What could I do to take them out that situation? What can I do? So it was like, maybe I can start a, a mentoring program for the barbershop. Yeah, I was just gonna bring that up, man. That's I thought about something like that, free. You ain't, yeah. they don't even have to pay for it. They can just, if if they got a, if they got a kid, a youth, a, a young kid and wanna learn some stuff about the beauty industry, they can come to the shop. They ain't got to pay nothing. It's, it'll be free. Yeah. They can just come up there after school for a few hours. That take them out the streets for at least three, four hours. Come up there and learn a trade. Learn something. Yeah. You know, develop something. And yeah. that's what I would have needed. I know I would if that would have if I would have did that then for myself as a kid. I knew that would that little three, four hours a day would have been enough to keep me out the way for four hours. Yeah. Where. I'm learning something, I'm experiencing something. We go out, eat, kick it, have fun, Dave and Buster's, anything. Just to keep that four hour span of time, three hour span of time, whatever it is, where they ain't out in the street. Yeah. And I know I could have used that when I was a kid too. Yeah, absolutely. So we gotta make sure that you, you get that done. And so um, some type of mentorship program at the barbershop for the kids. A, you know, the kids get some, uh, some mentorship. They get to hear, obviously they'll be able to hear your story and some of the things that you've been through. Cause right now, just, just as far as role models, whether people call themselves role models or not, children all of us were paying attention to each other and when at that at that age you need to see positivity right like for me it, it might make sense as to why I, I used to have this saying and one of my mentors used to be like uh we don't we don't know who's showing up when you when you come to the office or when you come to the center because i just had a saying i was like man i'm a pimp preacher politician right you know what i'm saying and he was like we don't know who's showing up the pimp <laughs> the, the preacher or the or politician, politician. <laughs> <laughs> like you don't use my words against me right. <laughs> you know what i'm saying and so but looking back which at one that, is you today the, right the pimp exactly and this was you know 15 you know what i'm saying 20 years ago but it made sense because growing up I was involved in all of those realms. You know what I'm saying? On one side of my family, you had the, the pimps. On right. one side of my family, you had the people that was really involved in Christianity and in the church. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking at My uncle was a, a bishop. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking up to him like, ooh, I want to preach like that. You know what I'm saying? He, he drove a red Navigator, uh, Lincoln Navigator. I was yeah. like, ooh, I want a red Lincoln Navigator like that. You know what I'm saying? But then going back to the streets and all my cousins is, you know, kingpins or... So I had... All of those different influences, you know what I'm saying, just in my life or whatever. So the point is, you doing a program, you know what I'm saying, like that, the people, the, those young people have that opportunity to be in the room and get some type of mentorship. That's one thing. Then on top of that, learning an actual trade, bro, that's major. That's yeah. going to be major, a major impact, man. So my question to you is, what are you waiting on to put it together? <laughs> uh, 
it's just some some other things I'm doing right now that's 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 kind of superseding that mm-hmm. as far as um, personal stuff. No, yeah, I get it. Well, we definitely got to get you a team together, man, uh, to figure out what we all need to, you know what I'm saying, to make that happen. Because something like that shouldn't even be solely on you. You know what right. I'm saying? It should definitely be a team around you. And I know you know a lot of brothers, man. So um, so whatever we got to do, man, whatever the next steps are, make sure you let us know. We're going to put it out there on the podcast, whatever the case may be. Might be some people in the community that you, don't, that you ain't even met yet. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. That can assist with such an amazing thing that can impact lives, right? So... Um, thank you so much, Amir, man. We've, I've had a phenomenal time having this dialogue with you, man. I, it's just been great, bro. You've been hanging out with your boy. Um, anything else from you? Uh, check me out. 91st and Silver Spring. 9004 West Silver Spring. Do it all, Beauty and Barbering. If you got a youth, anybody that's, that that want to take on a trade, that's, that's willing to learn, is free of charge, they, you can bring them in after 430 in the, in the evening. And we had equipment there for them. They can learn, you know. It's not a, it's not school sanctioned, but hey, they can come be a ment. I can be a mentor, and they can learn some stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Getting that thing started. So again, man, a man has great barbering services. Y'all check him out for that. And until next time, I need y'all to do me a favor. Help me keep a mirror secure and conversation. Y'all have a good one. Peace. Not a community advocate. Yeah. <laughs>